0: Welcome to the O'Reilly Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Foster. This podcast is brought to you in part by Lightbend, the company behind the world's leading reactive application development platform. Today, I'm talking with Carl Waden, a director of product management at Lightbend. Carl's responsible for cloud, fast data products, and open source projects at the company. He joined Lightbend from IBM, where he was program director for advanced analytics, machine learning, and big data. His ongoing focus has been development, marketing, and sales strategy for highly scalable, safe, and functional systems. He has worked as a program director at Oracle, focused on capital markets, spent time as a VP of information security at Morgan Stanley, as well as several successful Bay Area startups. Hello, Carl, and it's great to have you on this podcast.
1: Good afternoon, how's it going?
0: It's going well, it's going well. So I thought we'd just jump right in to the first question, In your opinion, what's driving the transformation of batch to streams within data processing?
1: So I think uh, the best way to to look at data processing is is as a journey that we started uh, a while back in uh, in terms of storage and management of data in... structured data systems like databases, a variety of other areas with where the focus was primarily the well-formedness and the correctness of the data, not necessarily the speed. Um, And as we've progressed over time, we've made incremental improvements on that goal, including things like the introduction of parallelism. So the Hadoop era uh, went from um, singular asset transactions to pretty powerful abilities to uh, use MapReduce to scale across lots of hardware. Uh, the one thing that didn't change over the uh, that period of time was the the mode of operation. So the storage of data has traditionally been batched uh, in many degrees or has been very bespoke when it hasn't been. Uh, I think what's driving the transformation today is the need to a keep up with a continuous explosion of data, but also you know the constant reset of expectations in terms of responsiveness, uh, and you know the reactiveness, if you will, of the systems that people are using. So that move has has really, driven people away from batch into really what we think of as a, a reactive or a fast data pattern where uh, the expectation is that you'll both write data uh, asynchronously meaning a lot faster uh, as well as uh, still safer safely as and uh, also read it from an event log or from a sequence of events rather than simply uh, as a transaction uh, and the those are you know a couple different points that, that surround the topic certainly but you know, the transformation is just an increased expectation of uh, speed in your in your computing environment
0: mm-hmm. no that's 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 really interesting. I would say you know in your opinion, you know, how quickly would you say enterprises are moving from batch to streams you know and and, and why are I guess our are, enter- are companies making this move now?
1: Sure, I, I think there's two things that are happening. A lot of folks have spent the last probably ten or fifteen years developing large you know, deployments of Know, typically Java, but in some cases, other frameworks uh, in these technologies in a very monolithic fashion, meaning they've built features upon features upon features, you know, all backed with a heavyweight you know data storage system like a database or a Hadoop cluster uh, in those cases. And that's really started to extend, many cases, the the amount of time people have been relying on Batch. What's happening right now is that folks that didn't make a jump to a distributed uh, data Data system, data storage systems such as Hadoop are even more likely to move from batch to streaming technologies uh, right now because they see an opportunity to essentially leapfrog the the lessons that uh, simply distributed batch systems taught us, such as Hadoop, and go directly to the idea of consuming and processing data in the stream. The second focus is really the idea that we are able to consistently. Folks are looking for consistency in these cases, meaning. They want to be able to uh, drive a parallel path to those who are leapfrogging, but to do so from maybe an investment they had made in, in the uh, Hadoop stack at this point. So, in many cases, the Hadoop stack is becoming storage plus streaming, and um, there's an easy way to drive that. I think it, it it's uh it's happening pretty quickly in both categories of the of of camps right now. In fact, faster than we at Lightbend uh, saw originally. We do a little bit of a developer survey on a regular basis, and at last check, our customer base was. Just edging over fifty-five percent, uh, mostly streams-based uh, processing. So uh, it's happening quick.
0: Yeah, no, it, it's definitely something that um, we're starting to see, um, you know, here on our end. What would you say are the three things to consider on an enterprise's journey to adopting
1: streams? Sure, I, I think um, you know, one, you, you've got a, a panoply of open-source options in terms of streams-based technology. I think you have to look hard at Uh, what each technology is good at in any given case, and then look at your requirements uh, for execution in each of those situations too. So in many cases, streams processing means you need a durable messaging layer, the ability to process uh, inbound data and then put it into a pipeline so it can be shared with other folks, a queue, if you will. And we very often see uh, a level of selection based on Cloud provider preference or open source technology preference, but think long and hard about that durable messaging layer and what, where you want to run it. Two, latency in even in distributed systems matters. So you know, pick a framework that's going to be as flexible enough to manage and drive you know all of your requirements or at least most of them. Think about latency as an element of that. And then three, you know, think about the programming model. Think about how easy it's going to be to manage and and deliver services to deliver streaming or fast data services in these cases, um, and what your operational overhead is going to look like and how that's going to tie together. So streaming is a complex system, and I think um, we at Lightbender are working very hard on what we think of as really more of an adaptive treatment of this type of architecture so that we can start addressing some of those you know, operational considerations. But you know, take all those three things into account. What's your messaging layer look like? What latency are you driving? And how easy is it to work with? Is it appropriate for your development community? Is it appropriate for your operations team? Is it something uh, that makes sense? So, focus on ease of use. My suggestion.
0: Interesting, and you know, further to what you're saying, I know Lightbend um, is creating their you know their own fast data platform. Um, you know, I'd be curious just to know, um, and I think the audience would be just to know a little bit more about what makes that unique, and you know, how is it, you know why should you know, enterprises you know choose you know this technology over others.
1: Sure. Uh, the fast data platform is really focused on the idea that you know um, the key challenges that you face when when uh, putting this type of stack together. What was maybe previously referred to as the Spac stack but has now, I think, moved on in many ways. Is you know, one let's get things set up and productive quickly. Uh, we really focus on uh, initial time to value. You know, we should be able to measure in tens of minutes, if not less than ten minutes, the configuration and delivery of a production ready cluster of streaming technology we focus there. Second would be you know really the best practices and execution. I mentioned a few of those points and the three things to consider, but you know, picking the right tool for the right job and making sure the right tools are available within the fast data platform. So we have comprehensive support for you know Kafka, Spark, Flink, Big ML, DL4J, a variety of other libraries that are integral to providing a good experience on a fast data platform. Uh, and then a third, we take very, good, very significant uh, consideration and care into capturing both telemetry and metrics for all the running components in the cluster, and we try to start to treat fast data architecture itself and the fast data deployment as a system. So we optimize and auto scale uh, components not just based on whether they're out of memory or they're executing slowly, but what their relationship is to the other components in the. Uh, environment. We really you know, see this as a single adaptive system rather than simply a collection of services.
0: No, that, that, that's really interesting. Thank you. So again, you know, we're talking with Carl Waden, Director of Product Management at LightBend. Thanks again, Carl, for taking the time to talk with us today. My pleasure.